0: Hi listeners, this is Jess Betancourt, the host of DNA ID. I'm excited to tell you about a new podcast collaboration I'm part of, and I'd love for you to check it out. It's called Campus Killings, and it's out right now. I'm the show's writer and researcher, and it's produced by Mike Morford, who co-produces DNA ID and Scene of the Crime with me, and co-hosts Missing Persons with me as well. Campus Killings is hosted by doctors Megan Sachs and Amy Schlossberg, who currently host the podcast Women and Crime. As criminologists, Megan and Amy teach, research, write, and podcast about victims, offenders, and the issues surrounding our criminal justice system. Each has over 20 years of experience working in the system in various capacities, such as law enforcement, mental health, and offender reentry. In each episode of Campus Killings, Megan and Amy dive into some of the most shocking and tragic murders to happen on school grounds and provide their analysis as both educators and trained criminologists. They discuss what went wrong and what could have been done differently to prevent the tragic outcome. I'd like to play a preview for you of Episode 1, Covering the Murder of Jean Cleary, and after you listen, go over and subscribe to it on your favorite podcast app to hear the full episode. Episode 1 is out right now, as is a bonus episode covering Amy Bishop, a college professor who resorted to violence after not getting tenure at her university. If you like DNA ID, I think Campus Killings will be right up your alley, so be sure to check it out. Thanks for listening, enjoy this preview, and I'll see you back here soon.
1: She was strangled with a metal slinky that her roommate identified as coming from their own dorm room. And this was according to the original autopsy. Keep that in mind. The county coroner later testified at the preliminary hearing that he compared the coiled wire slinky found under Jean's bed with the marks found on her throat. And they were a match. Mm. He would later come to change his opinion. But for now, he's saying the slinky was the object that caused her death. The official cause of death was manual strangulation with abrasions, bruises, and marks from the glass and the slinky visible on Jean's throat. Following this horrific murder, the dorms were unlocked during the day, but were supposed to be locked for the night at 10 p.m. or midnight, depending on who you ask. Stoughton had no guard, though, or security checkpoint. You know how we have those guards and security checkpoints on our campus? Well, unfortunately, none of those existed. I don't think they're very useful anyway, but... They could or could not be useful, but they're another, they're another measure, a layer mm-hmm. of security. Sometimes they're deterrents, if nothing else. Sometimes they're a deterrent. exactly. Jean's death brought attention to the fact that dorms were supposed to be locked at night, but the students were known to prop the doors open for easy access. I mean, using pizza boxes and so on. I remember this kind of thing happening in, in my dorm as well. Immediately after her murder, Lehigh doubled security patrols and started enforcing the dorm locking rules, though. They visited all the dorms and reminded students to lock their doors The campus police chief ordered more regular patrols of the dorms by his officers. The school sent a letter to parents and students encouraging them to look out for one another, walk in pairs, and stick to well-lit areas. The students and tennis team members expressed shock that this had happened at Lehigh. This was the first murder at Lehigh, which had been in existence since 1865. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think everyone was really surprised by this. The students were scared, and the impact on their lives was permanent. A year after the crime, it was reported that women on campus were much more aware of the dangers of walking alone and not locking their doors. The dorm doors were never really propped open anymore, except by seemingly clueless freshmen who were soon lectured about the murder. Mm -hmm. So it was just the incoming people. Everyone really, you know, smartened up and locked down. But what about the perpetrator?